Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to Face to Face. This is a show about change and about what's next. It's a show that wants to ask questions, peel back the layers of our average everyday experience and go beyond scratching the surface. We interview amazing people with incredible ideas and stories who have done wild, weird, and wonderful things. Remember that imagination shared create collaboration, and collaboration creates community, and community inspires social change. I'm David Peck, and this is Face to Face. My next interview is with Hans Block and Moritz Rizwick, and we talk about their new, fascinating new film called The Cleaners. This is a film that premiered at Sundance and is having its Canadian premiere here at Hot Docs. You're going to want to see the film. You're going to want to, I hope, listen in to the conversation. We, we talk about censorship and we talk about politics and, 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 and something that uh, has been labeled, I guess, in the film, but also by many others, the, this idea, this notion of American uh, Puritan values. We talk about a global sense of guidelines and, and how they lack clarity when it comes to something called content moderators and content moderation. This isn't just about uh, illegal content that's making its way or, or trying to make its way onto the internet. This is about content that's being um, filtered, that's being censored by others who live in a country so far away from from, from many of us, not, not for all of us, but for, for many of us. This is about utopian ideas and, and, and about uh, uh, the new digital public and about how Mark Zuckerberg possibly is, is being uh, referred to and even in the interview as the front page editor uh, for the whole world. You're going to want to listen in. Uh, I learned a ton about uh, what's going on in, in something you know that we're calling uh, the new media. And it really raises a question as, uh, it, it, that really has to ask, uh, where, where are we heading and, uh, in such a uh, digital and mediated age? Fascinating conversation, fascinating film. Uh, a look at the shadowy underworld of the internet, uh, uh, w- without a doubt, something that you're going to want to listen in on and see in the very near future. Uh, don't forget davidpecklive.com for more information about my writing and, and, and speaking. Face-to-face-live.ca for many, many other interviews, filmmakers, authors, philosophers, comedians. And don't forget, if you want to uh, get behind what I do, come alongside. You can do that through patreon.com. Coming right up, Hens Block and Moritz Rieswick and their new film, The Cleaners. Well, welcome to Face to Face. We're uh, we're live, live to tape at least, uh, at Hot Docs Toronto uh, with two filmmakers here to talk about their new film, The Cleaners, uh, Hans Block and Moritz Rieswick. 
I hope I got that right, guys. Thanks for joining me today. <laughs> Thank you for having pretty, us. Pretty, pretty close on the pronunciation. Yeah, pretty, pretty well. Pr- 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 pretty good. Pretty. Yeah. So, 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 so you just got into town yesterday. First time in Toronto. Yes. 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 And overall impressions. Let's get the idle stuff out of the way right out of the gate. It was quite rainy. Quite rainy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little gray. No. Have, did you Did you get to a film last night, or have you Have you been shaking hands today? What's how's How's things been going? At- we We were coming directly from Russia from Moscow Film Festival, so unfortunately we were quite tired I, until now. But we will have a tour around tomorrow. And if this was a video, uh, everyone uh, he He's smiling. He's still <laughs> smiling. They're both smiling. <laughs> And the the comedy has been very rich before the recorder started. So so tell me a little bit about the cleaners. I mean, I I could certainly just dive right into a question or two, but but tell tell our audience what what and 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 with the new the recent Facebook news, and I mean just of a couple of days ago, I, I it just the timing is perfect in in a sense, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's perfect timing it's to screen the film uh, at the Hot Dogs Film Festival. It's crazy. Festival. I couldn't believe it. I saw the film about 10 days ago, and then I read this article, and I went, well, are these guys really working in the background here, or what? <laughs> yeah, and we didn't expect that at all, because uh, we started working on the film three years ago. Okay. Uh, and the situation was quite different, because when we started uh, thinking about making a film about social media and the workers behind those closed doors working for social media platforms... We talked with our friends about that and they uh, telling us, okay, why do you do a film about social media? It's it's boring. It's boring. It's yeah. boring. That was before Trump was elected, before Brexit, before all these social externalities coming up nowadays because of social media. Yeah. And what is the film about? The film is about a very hidden industry in the Philippines where thousands of young Filipinos sitting in front of a screen every day, eight to 10 hours and filtering everything what we are not supposed to see so i'm talking about beheadings child abuse child pornography violence hatred outrage stuff so um, they're doing a quite important job for these social media platforms and no one knows about that but on the other side there's also uh, like political content which is Mm. is being censored satire and and satire and and yeah and we uh, raised the question with our film um, what is visible on our platforms and Mm. what is not I, you use the word filtering. That's pretty interesting. How come you didn't use the word censorship? Um, you know, for, for decades, we were actually used to censorship by states, by mm, governments, mm, right? Mm. And we are still experience, experiencing like that. Like a, a political kind of censorship exactly. almost. And it, and it still is political censorship in the case of the censorship on Facebook and, and YouTube and Twitter. And now I said censorship um, but it, it's it's a different form of censorship. It's not that we wouldn't blame them for being biased towards one direction or another. It's more that um, American Puritan values are mm. actually distributed mm. because the guidelines for these platforms are created in Silicon Valley behind closed doors under the influence of many powerful um, third parties like NGOs or um, yeah, interest groups. But what is maybe more important is that it seems like they even lost control over their uh, their guidelines. And because it's so hard, if you want to create guidelines which need to fit to the whole world for, for people of so many different cultural backgrounds and values and moral codexes and so on, you really need to um, need to fight compromises. Mm. And um, in, in a lot of cases, it seems like this these compromises can't be found. And what, what happens is that 
the the content moderators in Manila. Which I love, by the way. I don't know who came up with that phrase, but I mean, it sounds like George Orwell, right out of 1984, content moderators. Content moderators. Yeah, it's, it's a perfect name. And sometimes they call them even data analysts or community operations right. analysts. Community operations <laughs> analyst do. is they even do. better. They do. Yeah, COA. Um, yeah. <laughs> And what they're facing is is a lot of problems in which it is not at all clear uh, what these guidelines um, mm. should tell them and how they should execute them. And whenever Facebook talks about their guidelines, um, it's, it always seems like it, it's objective. It's right. like um, you, you just have to execute it. It's so easy. No, it's not at all. It's, it's hundreds of uh, pages of guidelines, but still there remain so many gray areas in which the content moderators literally have to interpret these guidelines and so they're sitting in front of this their screens and they really have to use their gut feelings in a lot of cases well that's what they told us and gut feelings but uh, i mean in some cases and this is absurd to me but twenty-five thousand images a day yeah. this is like their quota I, I don't even know how that's possible yes i mean i know i know if you look at stats I don't know, we, we see thousands of images a day from a lifestyle advertising perspective on our phones and on TV and driving on the highway in magazines and so on. But, but to actually make a decision, ignore, delete, ignore, delete, over 25,000 images a day, just it's utterly absurd. Yes, exactly. That was such a, such a weird moment when, mm. for, for the very first time, one of the content moderators uh, showed us uh, how he does it. Um, yeah, I mean, we have to imagine the the amount of content which is uploaded on the social media platforms right. every day is so so it's, high. It's staggering. It's yeah. staggering. Um, do you, can you can you pull any of those stats out? How many hundreds of hours of footage every every minute? Or, it's insane, right? It's insane. It's yeah. it's like billions of posts every day on f Facebook, like hundreds of hours uh, every minute uh, uploading on YouTube, for example. So. Um, these social media platforms or companies have a really big problem to to oh, to watch through every course. content yeah. which is uploaded because m some of the content is really inappropriate and they need someone who is filtering or controlling that. And this is exactly what the content moderators do in Manila. I don't know how you 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 um, I don't know how you take these as you say these objective guidelines and then apply them in such quantity. Right. I mean, I mean, it, it presupposes that you you have this deep understanding of not only the people who wrote them, but the people who are going to interpret them and the people who might defend them in in court and so on. Right. I mean, and, and, and then, of course, as the film develops, you ask more and more questions about this, the, the, the religious implications, the, the philosophical implications and so on. Exactly. And it's not just about illegal content. Right. Um, we should really distinguish between the content which is of course to be taken down because it's it's uh, it's definitely illegal in all over the world uh, and then there is content which is illegal in certain countries and what they do is that they apply uh, ip blocking mm -hmm. so that uh, the governments or government authorities for example in turkey um, one example we have in our film uh, can ask the companies to take certain content which they dislike down um, or otherwise they would block them in the country. And so um, we have one really, I think, touching moment in the, in the film when one of the, yeah, the former policymaker for Google, YouTube, Twitter tells us, we decided that we follow the Turkish government. We, 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 we do what they want. We, we take this content down for Turkish users so that they are not able to see this kind of content. 
And this means that they censor themselves in order to stay in, a, in, a, in an important, economically important market. But that is the beginning. So imagine what happens if other countries follow, and they do. Other um, authoritarian leaders want the same for their countries. And then we get a balkanization of the internet where like, people are not at all emancipated right, um, right. by these companies, but they are kind of living in the illusion of, yeah, we, we can use all these nice new services. But what they do is they get a really censored um, light version, well, so to say. Well, wasn't the internet, isn't the internet supposed to be a good, a positive effect of globalization? Isn't that the idea, right? The, isn't this about flattening the world, right? Uh, Thomas Friedman said that, you know, leveling the playing field. But if people are at certain levels, as you say, making these decisions that seem rather arbitrary, what, what are the implications, Right. Yeah. Or what might be the implication? I mean, uh, nowadays, uh, if, uh, lots of people asking us, do you still have a Facebook account? For example? <laughs> that's a funny yeah. And, yeah, yeah, and we yeah. answer, yeah. yeah. Will we, you be tweeting about this interview? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's funny. We have, because we, we believe in a way in the in the utopian idea yep. to connect everyone. Sure, sure. This is a brilliant idea to, to have, uh, to give everyone a voice across borders, to, 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 to have a different form of information or to, to have, to give people the possibility Uh, mm. to, to post something right. which is maybe not allowed in, in, a, in a country like a dictator dictatorship or something. But um, we're facing really problems nowadays and we have to ask, is, is the tool that we are using every day really well prepared or we, do we have to change something? And for example, there's one thing which is really which was really uh, new for us when we researched about that, that the architecture of these platforms is in a, is in a special way designed everything which is extreme uh, um, um, leads to advertisement. So uh, these platforms are attention seekers. The most attention you can get on social media platforms is when you post something which is extreme. Which so, I thought was really interesting at the end. That's near the end of the film that you guys is, talk about. Outrageous, isn't it? Outrageous. Something that creates outrage is what this, will get the most exactly, attention. Exactly, because the, Fascinating. these platforms can convert the, lick, the clicks, the likes, the shares into advertisement, into money. So... Uh, that's why we have those those uh, huge amounts of, 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 of hate speech and, and violence on these platforms because the design is exactly built like that. So this is one of the problems we, we are facing right now and um, the film tries to put pressure on the social media companies to change that because it can be different. And, and so to sum it up, it's not just about criticizing these platforms that they take too much down, not only about their censorship or um, that they're mm, keeping something away from us, which we would love to, to see. It, it's, also, it, it's more like criticizing the way they deal with the dilemma of that in, in a lot of cases, it's really hard to decide mm -hmm. whether the public should see it or not. And, and they can't handle it in such an intransparent way. They should involve the public because what we have in form of, of Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter is something like the new digital public. Mm. And, and in the analog public, we wouldn't accept um, uh, one or, or a few companies deciding what we get to see or how we can move in this, in, on, like, for example, a marketplace or something uh, in, the, in the outside world. And how... Why do we accept that for the digital world? And in a lot of cases, like one example in our film is a guy. He's a really extreme right-wing 
um, guy who's um, spreading hatred on social media against minorities, against refugees, for example. And in Europe, for example, this would be the content he uploads would be definitely something the public would not want to see online on social media. They would ask the companies to take it down. In the States, as far as we have experienced, that is uh, something the public actually argues should right. remain visible on right. social media because it's um, it's protected by the First Amendment. Right, freedom of speech. Exactly. So, so I think this is kind of a core uh, example in which you can see how difficult it is to um, keep up with the, the utopian idea of right. connecting the world. Who actually decides? Who writes these long documents? Is it is it is it as silly as a, a, a people in a, sitting in a boardroom? Uh, is it just a group of lawyers that are paid enormous sums of money to come up with uh, as clean a document as they can, or, and then others are left to interpret? Um, um, all the big social media companies have like policy teams, yes. uh, especially uh, yeah, head of policy, and they are lawyers deciding what to see, what to not, and they. And, but no one knows about them. Uh, right. We try to contact them several times and try to ask questions sure. because we we had so much and there was no response at all, for example. So, so we, we tried to f contact Facebook, Twitter, Google, and there was no response. And when you say no response, not even a response to the emails or the phone no, calls? No, nothing, nothing. Wow. Really nothing. Wow. And we also sent the final film to the companies and, and asked for a public statement before we had the world premiere. Yeah. And there was also no response and no interest in, in have a public debate on, on these topics. Which is fascinating. Yeah, right? which, is, which is the main characteristic of these companies because they are so intransparent and this is... This is part of the game. Is it David Kay who brings up the, the power of the company? Is he the one who talks about that in the film uh, from the UN? He talks, he talks a little bit about freedom, freedom of expression, but also just that, or maybe it was my thought that I had while he was, you were interviewing him. This, 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 it's not even a monopoly. It's, it's almost beyond a monopoly, right? Because now it's, it's shutting us down on, on a variety of levels, it seems to me, under the guise of opening us up. Exactly. And um, Mark Zuckerberg is now something like the front page editor of the whole world. Uh, that is, uh, is that your line? No, a great it's, line. A, it's a line one of the former Facebook um, uh, employees actually put. Um, he, he was responsible for the advertisement, um, Antonio Garcia Martinez. Um, and it's really interesting how many of the former actually high positioned um, employees of these companies are now criticizing the rule of these companies and the the impact of these companies and how they how they how they handle it how they deal with it. Well, well what's interesting to me about that and that line just made me think of uh, what uh, Ben Bagdikian's uh, book uh, Media Monopoly that was written uh, I guess in the early '80s maybe late '70s just coming out of the Nixon era Watergate and all that was going on there. Uh, uh, what would have happened then had we had social media? Would there have been a clampdown? Or would, would word on the street have gotten out way sooner, uh, you know, about Vietnam, about the illegal bombings of Cambodia and so on. And, and it's been, you know, many films have been made about it. And then he goes and talks back then about this idea of this almost, uh, what would you call it? I don't know, a close hold, mm -hmm. right? Like around information, around exactly. news, right? Because it's only going through a few 
sort of funnels or channels. Exactly. And we have a situation not only in Myanmar, but that is maybe mm. the, the best uh, example where people can't distinguish anymore between Facebook and the Internet. They literally think Facebook is the Internet. Uh, because uh, And that is by design because um, the companies do everything they can to be, uh, for a lot of people who have never been in touch with the Internet or these technologies, like the first contact with these technologies. It means they provide Internet to them, which is good. But on the other hand, they limit their Internet access to Facebook itself. And that is dangerous, of course, because if, if the big majority of the people only informs itself by these few few platforms and these platforms um, keep a lot of content away from their platforms sometimes for good reasons sometimes for ambivalent controversial reasons um, yeah then then, it, then imagine the power of these few companies that they can literally split societies if they keep hatred up if they allow hatred to spread without any border which is the case in in Myanmar there's a genocide going on sure, and sure. Facebook is doing until now. They, they haven't done anything uh, appropriate uh, to, to really fight that, uh, that spreading of hatred. And um, yeah. And in other cases they can silence whole groups. They can silence uh, uh, stigmatize groups uh, just because they believe them to be terrorists while they might be in, in some other perspective just criticizing an actual government. What do you, what do you say to the, the, uh, the boardroom uh, uh, consultant or the lawyer who says, you know what, we're, we're doing the best we can? You're talking about the hearings. <laughs> the, well, I'm talking about the rules, the documents, the, the guidelines. You know, we're, we're doing what we can. We've got a lot going on. I mean, I've seen, yeah, the hearings, of course, the mm. questions, the way they answer them, you know. We've, we've got a lot on our plates here, Your Honor. Mm. Yeah, this is really uh, annoying because, um, <laughs> yeah, I have to say, because uh, they, they don't provide solutions. They don't mm. have any solutions for the future. Right. This is what we think. Uh, when we hear all the hearings and uh, yeah one example is for example when we're talking about content moderation and the guidelines uh, the only thing Zuckerberg or the head of policy is telling to the audience that they uh, try to 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 hire more people to screen the content but it's not just the the numbers of people who, who screen the content it's also the quality right because um, um, the content moderators they are 18 19 years old young filipinos screening all that stuff and they have a, a very limited cultural background which is really important to have when you do a job like this you have a big responsibility just imagine uh, 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 an editor for a newspaper for example um, they are very very well educated they have uh, um, they studied ethics and and so on and so on to decide what to publish and what not and um, yeah, this is, for example, not a solution if Zuckerberg is telling us uh, he will hire, hire over 10,000 more people to do right. their job. It's right. no solution. It's not right. And it's also the, the time which they have to decide. I mean, if you want to make these platforms, uh, first of all, profitable, um, it, it's obvious why they limit the time they have for each of these images to three to five seconds. Um, but, but it's not appropriate time to to decide whether an image is either newsworthy or too 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 much gore or too cruel to be published like in in some cases an image is cruel 
in some cases it, it still might make sense to publish to, to this publish image no, because absolutely like yeah. like in one example from very short uh, shortly described like from uh, the syrian war um and in in a lot of cases you get videos of people being killed in the war uh, by airstrikes by airstrikes by the us by the russian by by different um, um countries involved in the war and um the the normal journalists they can't report about the uh, the impact of these airstrikes and and the results and the victims of these airstrikes civilian victims um because they only can report in an embedded way mm. and what the citizen journalists in these countries do is they upload these videos they took by their mobiles on social media and social media is in the way the only channel which remains in these com uh, countries um This was a Freudian uh, uh, mistake in these companies, I wanted to say. <laughs> There is still a difference. <laughs> Countries. For the time uh, being. Yes. Um, there, it's, it's in a lot of cases the only channel how to let uh, a broader audience, a broader public know. Um, and if the companies decide to take it down immediately because it might disturb the advertising advertising clients right. uh, to to, right. to see their advertisement being published next to a cruel war video. Um, If I see that, that I might not buy those diapers that I probably don't need. Yeah, right. Exactly. What about? Tell me about the content moderators a little bit more. These young men and women who are uh, seeing some pretty, in some cases, pretty horrific, uh, challenging things. Uh, making these decisions, uh, you know, it, it, you 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 certainly raise questions around the uh, the 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 Catholic-like edge to uh, some of the some of these folks who are making these decisions. There's a religious. Uh, there's a woman in the in the film who who talks about evil, and it's kind of her job. She's on a bit of a mission to rid the world of evil, including the penis of uh, you know of Donald Trump on some you know painting, this yeah. satirical painting. Yeah. Right. That I mean, there's a perfect one, a perfect example of something that, frankly, needs to be seen yeah. by everyone, yeah. and you know, and and yet it was taken down. Right. It's a fa fascinating, by the way, and, and it's 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 remarkable to me that you guys have made a film that's um, well. I, now that I've met you, I think I get it. But it's 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 sadly kind of funny as well mm -hmm. in in its absurdity. Yeah. There's a comedic edge to mm -hmm. to to what you, you you're seeing unfold. Tragic, but yeah. but all the you know comedic nevertheless. Yeah, when we first uh, uh, went to Manila, we, we didn't expect uh, that they are really, really proud of what they are doing there. Right. Because we, we expect like victims uh, of the job because it's, it's hard to, to screen all these cool oh, images every day. Job. It's horrible. Yeah. But then uh, um, they are so proud of what they're doing because of different uh, things or different points. One uh, you mentioned is the religion. Uh, the Philippines is, is, is 90% of the Philippines are, are Christians there. And this is because of the colonization, like 300 years the Spains uh, occupied the country, then 100 years the Americans. And, um, uh, and many of these workers have like a religious mission to clean up the, the social mm. media. In every school you can read the quote, cleanliness is next to godliness. Right. So right. this is, this is right. the background um, for them to do that job and uh, to liberate the world from its sins. It's, it's, it's like... Being Jesus, uh, right. Jesus in front of a screen, yeah, That's a, yeah mission. And, and and sacrifice is a really really strong um, term in the Philippines. Everyone is, is sacrifice himself for doing something which is better, uh, to making the world better, yeah. And uh, that is like the narrative everyone is 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 creating for for 
for themselves to to deal with that kind of shit every day. I, I said shit once again, <laughs> and then you just said it again. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah. Paul, you want to say it a third time? Yeah. <laughs> we don't have any content moderators on this uh, on this program on face to face. Bad yeah. luck for you. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we're covered. Yeah. Not yet, anyway. And then, yeah, that, that might might uh, explain a little bit better why, in so many cases, nudity um, is uh, taken down. Though, at least for us in Europe, I, I guess uh, here it's more or less the same. I would suggest mm, for a lot mm, of people, mm. um, it's acceptable to see some uh, nudity if it's, for example, um, against breast cancer or if it if it's. Right. Uh, context if it's satire yeah exactly context, it's it's yeah. all about context and um but if if people are so religious and it's it's a sin for them uh to see nudity in whatever context it might be it's no wonder that they take it down uh, again and again and the guidelines allow it to them if they are not read properly or if if they have to decide it's in a very quick way, which is the case. So it's it's no wonder. It, I thought it was fascinating, too, how you, uh, I forget the artist's name, and you referred to the image, and the oh, artist cool. eventually ends up cutting uh, the, 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 the child out of the photo. Yeah, uh, and now And now all of a sudden it's it's no longer censored, right? Yeah, or at yeah, least that's the yeah, implication. Yeah, so yeah. You, you, But yet it's almost more powerful yeah. in a way. Yeah, right what exactly. what was there before and it raises other questions uh, it's, it's interesting right? it, it really is yeah. it uses the same mechanism um which is on the other hand so cruel for the workers that um some in some cases uh in a moment when a part of an image or the image itself is not there it can still be in the brain well it's and, like it's like it's like hitchcock's approach to violence in a way yeah, right yeah, it's yeah, what exactly. the, it's what's not seen exactly that, and that is so problematic for the workers that um, when the images are not on the screens anymore, if they in a lot of cases have already left the job um, a few months ago or years ago, the, the images might still remain in their brains, and that is the problem that you can't um, you can't know what it in in which way it will affect you mm. to see all these mm. images and. Um, so if we talk about the results of, of the work, um, it can, in a lot of cases, lead to suicide even. Which you do bring out in the film as yes, well. Yes, yeah, the... and, and it's so hard to prove that this is for the, that this is caused by the job. Right. And the companies argue, like in, in a lot of cases in which it happened, they argue that it was for private reasons or whatever. But, but it's obvious that if somebody has to handle um, all kinds of self-harm videos, um, it's no wonder that one day he um, takes a rope and, and, and kills himself in front of a, of a laptop even. Right, right. <laughs> and um, still, the company uh, declined uh, to, to accept that this was uh, for the reason... Uh, of, for, for caused by the job and, right, uh, right. and like Facebook, uh, YouTube, Twitter, all these companies, they can easily uh, decline to take responsibility because it this person was hired by an outsourcing. Company. Well, I was just going to say this is third party, right? This exactly. isn't this isn't Facebook in the Philippines. This is a company hired by Facebook in the Philippines. That's what makes it easy for them right. to right. not feel right. responsible. Right. Tell me, uh, t is it Tristan? Um, thank you. 
tech as a bias. Tech has a bias. Is it the tech? Or is it the people behind the tech? Or is it kind of the same thing, would you say? Mm, good question. I mean, it's the medium is the yeah. message, right? Yeah. A little bit, Marshall McLuhan. It's, mm -hmm. it's, you're, you're getting to see the image. It's only so big. And so there's that bias. But there's also that, that, that two sec. I think you bring out in the film that they have about two, no, eight seconds to decide on ignore or delete. Yeah, ignore or delete. It depends on, on that's, their amount. That's, yeah. Exactly. But um, maybe to, to just start, um, it's, it's always about humans uh, and their way how they design technology. Mm. And uh, this technology has a purpose. Um, it's, it's designed to attract attention. Um, mm. It's designed to get the most number of likes and shares and comments. And so uh, it's all created to make people react. And so um, it's, it's easy to understand why the more extreme content gets more attention than if somebody tries to be kind of... Um, if somebody tries to dif differentiate uh, or tries to, to argue in a more complex way or um, tries to consider um, different uh, points of view, this is, uh, this is content which doesn't work on social media like it is designed now. Um, so it's no wonder that social media uh, heads toward outrage, heads toward um emotions, mm, emotional right. reactions, quick reactions, because this is what's useful for uh, the social media sites to get more content on, on their platforms, which can then use, be used for, for advertisement. It, it? Keeps, it keeps me online. Exactly. Yeah, and, and to add just one, one thing is this is the business model. Right. So the only, the only uh, goal for Facebook or Twitter is to gain money, as, as much as money as they can gain. And um, this is dangerous. This is really, really dangerous because this is, for example, why they outsource a very, very important work to the Philippines. I mean, it's an outsourcing of responsibility. Who decides what we see? In and that's world. not just because it's cheaper. That's that's because of uh, legal implications as well, is it not? It, it, it's kind of they can wash their hands of it a little bit, Perfect. right? If, yeah. if there's someone hanging in, 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 in Manila, they can always uh, tell everyone it's not our fault because it's an outsourcing <laughs> company. We have nothing to do with that. I love the phrase you just used, outsourcing responsibility. That's yeah, so it's, great. It's an outsourcing I mean, that leads to insanity, if you ask me. If, either, if any of us outsourced our own responsibility as individuals, yeah. that's not going to fly in court, I don't think. Uh, right? Yeah. I mean, isn't it, it's about choice. Isn't that what freedom's really about, right? Be, having the freedom to choose. I'm responsible, ultimately, yeah. right? So it's rather absurd in a way. And it's, it's also the question if we should keep on outsourcing our responsibility right. as mm -hmm. users any longer. Because, I mean, it's, it's easy for us to sit here and blame the companies. Right, of course. But, yeah. but it would be um, maybe a more responsible... Uh, approach to claim that we don't want to be users anymore right right we, we should really like um question the fact if we if when the internet started the project was about emancipation right uh, about democracy yes. democratization yes. Yes. of the world that was the utopia behind and now we we've come to a state in which we use tools 
which are designed by others, by major companies. The whole internet is divided into a few pieces which are owned by major companies. And we as users, we, we just accept what we get. But shouldn't we kind of start, if this is the public, digital public of our world, shouldn't we start, uh, start um, engaging more? Shouldn't we kind of um, try to um, be the moderators right, um, of right, our right. digital public well, and uh, use liquid democracy tools, for example, mm. in order to organize um, votings, um, in order to con really connect with people from different parts of the world, in order to to create our uh, our own guidelines for the community which we built, and maybe it needs there need to be different yeah uh, different guidelines for different parts of the world, and there there might be under communities, sub communities in a way. But yeah, I think we are just at the starting point of of understanding that uh, we need to find democratic ways how to handle our digital public. It's still so new, right? And that is a part of the problem, I suppose. And it was just kind of unleashed on the world. And, and we're still kind of reacting, I suppose, to it. But at, at the same time, becoming quite the digital addicts, really, aren't we, uh, as, as a culture. Um, we're going to have to wrap it up in a second. And I want to get to the kind of the way you end the film, ironically, and tongue-in-cheek and all of that. But you, you mentioned that you still, you know, you're still on Facebook. Are you guys hopeful? I mean, the film is dark. The film has a melancholic edge. It's comedic and all that. But I get the sense you're still hopeful that we can get to that tool or that liquid democracy, which is a lovely phrase. But Yeah, absolutely. Because uh, I don't like to, to miss the new infrastructure of communication or information, mm. which I'm using every day. I'm... I'm, I'm I think this is a wonderful tool, but uh, as you said before, Facebook is existing like like 15 years ago. It starts, uh, it starts the project started, yes. uh, and and now uh, it, it grows so fast, maybe too fast because right. of so many problems. Uh, everybody closed the eyes of these problems. Now they are so big that we have to talk about the problems. Um, and the film is much more about okay, let's try it again. Right. Let's, uh, don't give up the fight because yep. the tool is very, very good and we like to use it uh, in the future, but in a different way. Right. Thinking about blockchain, thinking about peer-to-peer -peer networks, thinking about so many uh, uh, better ways to, 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 to construct and, and build these platforms yeah, as they are right now. Um, one connection, one at innovation a at a time. <laughs> right? Is that, I mean... Tongue-in-cheek, yeah. tongue ironic, I get it. Mark Zuckerberg <laughs> at the end, talking to a Facebook convention, I guess, is he? What is he, at a tech rally or something? And it, is, it is, and I really find it quite scary because it it reminds me on believers. And, and mm. in an interview with Antonio Garcia Martinez, who formerly worked for Facebook, he says, no, no, this is not just a businessman. He is a strong believer, and, and we believe that's the... The, the dangerous fact about right. this, not only this guy, but a lot of guys in, in Silicon Valley, that they, whenever they, they're confronted with uh, problems of their companies, of their networks, they, they tell us about, yeah, we will fix it. Yeah, we, we have already, we've already, we are already working on it. Right. My, my team will follow up <laughs> on that. Yes. But that's yeah. just bullshit because they don't get to the point of understanding that we really have to question the underlying business model of these platforms, of these new 
media companies. It's it's new. It's a right, new infrastructure. Right. So we really need to democratize uh, these uh, platforms. And um, we, we really, as, as a public, need to question if it should remain in the hands of companies. And I think that's a pretty nice way to end this interview. Uh, I hate to end this interview. We, we need to keep going. There should be a part two to this. And I hope maybe there is. Hans Block and Moritz Rieswick talking about their new film, The Cleaners, here at Hot Docs. Thanks, guys, for your time today. I, uh, I really, and by the way, congratulations. Fascinating, brilliant film. I, I hope everyone sees it. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Mm. 